Welcome to People Don't Think, Let's Start Today, a podcast by Norb Savanasini, founder of AmericanEagle.com, and Al Edwards. Norb, it's great to be with you again. How are you? Good. It's a nice day today. It's getting warmer and things are looking up. Spring is finally here, and yeah, hopefully the weather finally. will agree with us, right? Exactly. Yeah. Well, this is our third podcast, and it's a thrill to be back again. We hope that our listeners have had a chance to listen to our other two, and we just are moving right along here. You know, the basic theme of our podcasts are positive thinking and what it means to your life and how it can help you in pretty much everything you do. And The title of today's podcast is going to be Why Positive Thinking is Important. Norb, you really were the person in my life that first introduced me to the concept of positive thinking. So let's get started with that. Why do you think positive thinking is so important? Well, you know, it's a proven fact that, you know, positive thinking gets positive results. It's just that simple. And, you know, I think today is more important than ever because we're inundated, actually even drowning in pessimism. I mean, you can't, you know, listen to the radio, watch television, look at the internet, and all you have is things that are talking about how everybody is having anxiety problems or depression problems and, uh, you know, the climate change. And, you know, it's kind of interesting that, you know, humans have been here, and I don't know what the exact agreed upon uh, number of years is, but, you know, it's been hundreds of thousands of years, and I don't know of anything that changes as much as the climate throughout that season. And, you know, we live in the Midwest here, and it's kind of interesting that most people don't know, but this area was covered by a section which was covered with ice that was a mile and a half thick. And I think like 100,000 years ago, it started to melt. And I don't know what caused that melting, but uh, it did melt. So there, obviously there was a climate change. And it's kind of funny that some people think that they can actually alter that. And I don't know if they're very optimistic that this will happen, <laughs> but I'm not really optimistic in that area. I actually like climate change. I think that it brings a challenge to humans. We have to adapt to it. People in Northern Europe have adapted and they built houses with what they had, and people that lived in climates that were warmer, they lived houses that adapted to their lifestyle. I think that what we have to fight today is that negativity that we're surrounded by. And it's not easy, but uh, you have to be positive about life. Yeah, you know, climate will change, guarantee you. And people will get depressed, guarantee you. There will be moments of anxiety in all our lives. Today, we live in a society where everything, you know, you call the doctor and they prescribe a little pill for you. And that pill could be replaced by positive mental attitude. I think I read that like 80% of all prescription drugs in the world are consumed by the American public, which is kind of a scary thing when you think about it because we don't even live as long as many, many other countries. So if you're taking a pill to extend your life, it ain't working. It's not going to cut it for you. However, it's also a proven fact that positive-minded people do live longer. And it's a very interesting subject that in the next podcasts we will discuss how positive mental attitude actually affects your health which, by the way, has been scientifically proven. So That's a great preview, actually, of some of the things we're going to talk about next time and also something we want to talk about today. I think there's a myth out there that if you're a positive person, that 
a negative thought will never enter your mind or you won't get down or you won't feel defeated. And that's really a myth because positive thinking is really a way of life that even if you get off track a little bit, you want to get back on track as soon as you can because in the end, it's always going to work out better no matter what happens. And that's one of the myths I kind of want to dispel today. People think, oh, I'm a positive thinker. That means I have to be happy every second and everything. And that's not true, is it? Humanity is humanity, isn't it, Norb? You're already going to Absolutely, down absolutely. I mean, if you wake up in the morning and you have a pain in your leg and, you know, it really hurts, you're not going to be thinking something positive. You're going to be, oh, my God, what's happening to me? But, you know, the positive response is maybe go to Google and find out what's happening to me. Call the doctor, find out that it's really nothing bad, and then go from there. And persevering, so get through we it. all have those moments. Yeah, so. yeah. That, I think that's important. That's one of the things I wanted to talk about today is that, yeah, life happens. You are going to get down. You are human. But if you really stay on the positive road, you're going to be much better off in every way. Norb has brought in a book from uh, Dr. Norman Vincent Peale, for those of you who might know, was one of the great positive thinkers. He was a minister, very legendary. And Norb, you had a few notes you want to talk about him today. Well, no, one of the things is that if you haven't read anything about Norman Vincent Peale, I recommend you, you do some research on the gentleman. He was an extremely well-known personality, a minister. He had his church in uh, Fifth Avenue in New York City. He had a regular TV show. He was actually guest in a lot of TV shows when TV was not like it is today, dominated by you know one thought pattern. And I think that both the media and Hollywood were not ashamed to have, you know, a religious connotation combined with a positive mental attitude, which I think is very important. Again, going back to, you know, Mike Ditka that liked to quote all the time, God gives you a gift every day. That's why they call it the present. And uh, Norman Vincent Peale was really a very interesting guy. Him and, and actually Dale Carnegie, one of the main things about thinking positively that I want to mention is that in Dale Carnegie's book, How to Stop Worrying and Start, start Living, living yeah. 95% of the things you worry about will never happen. So, you know, those are pretty good odds. Sure, 5% will happen, but just think about this. You can be positive 95% of your life. The 5%, you, you can't get around. I mean, things will happen. So Peel was really a very interesting guy. And in that era, that you had a lot of people that were actually on TV of, of every religion that you could think of. They, they would go on TV and thank God for what was happening and thank God we live in America. And, and uh, they were all positive. Absolutely. Let's talk a little bit about that. One of the things I think about is, you know, if you have a positive attitude, does it guarantee success? And the answer, unfortunately, is no. Nothing is guaranteed in life except death and taxes, they say, right? But by thinking positive and adopting that as a way of life, it's not just, I'm going to sit here and think positive for a second. No, it's an actual way of life that you work at every day. Only good things can come from it. No bad things can come from it. And Norb, I wanted to run a couple of things by you here. It says a positive mindset has many benefits, uh, being optimistic can strengthen your physical, emotional, mental health. It gives you a push to need to try. It says open-minded and positive individuals are willing to experiment and are more likely to succeed. And positivity gives you a clear focus on the future. Instead of getting hung up on the past, optimists tend to be hopeful about the future. How do you think optimism fuels success? Well, no, definitely. I mean, just to quote something about a book by Mr. Peel is that, and I'm quoting right now, the positive thinker is an achiever who gets powerful results for several reasons. 
He's not afraid or nor abashed by that phenomenon known as a problem. As a practical, positive-thinking philosopher, he knows that every problem contains the seeds of its own solution. There are no problems. There will be no solutions in progress that will stop. The positive thinker knows that good outcomes are rooted in the fertile soil of tough problems. It reminds me of a Japanese proverb that I heard one time, and it says, problems are just opportunities dressed in work clothes. Absolutely. That's kind of a great way to look at it. Let's talk a little bit more about some of the benefits that researchers have, like you said, proven to come about by positive thinking. As you mentioned, and we'll talk about this again, increasing your lifespan by being a positive person versus a negative person. Lower rates of depression, lower levels of distress and pain, greater resistance to illness, better cardiovascular health and reduced risk of death from cardiovascular disease and stroke, reduced risk of death from cancer, reduced risk of death from respiratory conditions, and better coping skills during hardships and times of stress. Why do you think that is, Norm? Why do you think your brain has the ability to control all that? Well, you know, it goes back on the first podcast, we talked a lot about Earl Nightingale. And some of the things that are fundamental things are the main things to think about positive thinking. The mind is like a piece of soil, and whatever you plant, it will give it back. And like he mentioned in his speech, if you plant nightshade, which is a poison, the soil will give you back nightshade. But if you plant corn or wheat or soybeans, that's what the soil will give you back. Now, it's obvious that when the farmer plants his seeds, he expects the good stuff to come up because the, there isn't that much marketplace for nightshade. So it's just basic. And that's the beauty about positive thinking. It isn't hard. It's basic. How have you applied that in your own life, positive thinking? You know, you, like all people, have had ups and downs in life, go through things, and you are really a champion of positive thinking. You've applied this so much in your life over the years that you've had so many different businesses and different types of things. Tell us about that journey for you. How did that go for you? Well, I've always liked to study philosophy, and the more you read about, you know, the old masters of philosophy, uh, the more you realize that positive thinking was basically what they really talked about. You know, even if they talked about something totally different, it was all in a positive sense. And whether you study Buddha or Jesus or anybody, positive thinking is part of their makeup. And what's interesting is that men make things very complicated because I believe that there's a lot of people in the world that are very, very smart and they're very well educated. And the way they make money is to complicate things because otherwise they couldn't show what they studied if they practice simplicity. So things are really very simple. You know, one of the things that impressed me the most is that Ralph Waldo Emerson had a theory and he called it the law of compensation. And whatever you have in life, you have a deficiency on the other side. So if you have money, you don't worry about having money, but you worry about how to keep money. And you protect it from people stealing the money from you or, or disappearing. Or if you don't have money, you don't have that worry. You just have on how to get money. And basically, you can follow that through life. 
So if you have that in your mind, you can accept the balance of life. And since the balance is there, no matter what you do, to be positive is just much more advantageous. That's a basic way to look at it. Have you seen in your own life, Norb, in different businesses and things of that nature that you've had where you could have been very negative, but you decided, no, I'm going to look optimistically in this, and it really changed it? Well, I actually had a, a situation where I was very fortunate. I had a business that made a product that was sold to Walmart. And I got such a big order for that product that everybody at work told me that it couldn't be done. We just could not meet the deadline. We couldn't meet the supply, the demand. I mean, it was just really... I was fortunate enough to have a guy that worked with me, that believed with me that we could do it. And to be honest with you, I'm very proud of that because thinking positively made it possible. And uh, I did sell Walmart, and it was a, a huge, huge order. Yeah, I think positive mental attitude definitely helped me. Another time I had a, in Chicago, which uh, people that don't live here have not enjoyed like uh, 25 below degree weather. It doesn't happen that often, but it did happen in 1985. And I came into a building that had water all over the place because the sprinkler system had actually burst. And I actually, it was the first time in my life that I wanted to leave and, and say the heck with all this. But again, you know, you just stay there and work it through and, and be positive that tomorrow will be another day. And it was fixed, weather warmed up, and the business continued. So, yeah, positive mental attitude in business is, I think, very, very important because hardships will happen. For you that haven't been in business, but I'm sure you've heard about Murphy's Law, it's uh, the one law that you should study for a month at least because it will happen. <laughs> so, <laughs> But that's thinking positively. You know it's going to happen, so just wait for it and cope with it. And, of course, Murphy's Law being that anything that can or will go wrong will. At the worst. At the worst time. time yeah. Yeah. Right. <laughs> And Murph, despite our technology and everything in the world, Murphy is alive and well in the 21st century. No question Absolutely. about it. But I think by approaching adversity with an optimistic attitude, I think it gives you hope. And that hope, I think, is the fuel that helps you to continue on. And like you said, persevere when you went into a building that was completely flooded because of frozen pipes and everything like that. And I think, like I said, I think optimism fuels hope. Absolutely. And hope motivates you to keep pressing on. Well, the choice you have is to quit or keep going. And going back to, you know, your favorite person and, and mine too, Henry Ford, men never fail. They just quit trying. So Is that powerful when you really think about that? Oh, yeah. yeah. You didn't fail. You just stopped trying. Exactly. Yeah. Like Thomas Edison said, I didn't fail 3,000 times <laughs> to make a light bulb work. I just found 3,000 ways that didn't work. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And then once he found the one way that did work, then... We were all better for it, obviously. The world was a much brighter place, right? In regards to what we're discussing, there is another part of you know Norman Vincent Peale's book, and here I'm quoting, it says, does the positive thinker ever get discouraged? Of course, he's human, subject to the rise and fall of your moods. But the positive thinker does not remain discouraged because he learns how to deal with this feeling. Spirit is variable, 
a mixture of light and dark, up and down, joy and gloom, a rhythmic variation of levels, and you have to cope with them. You have to, you know, accept the fact that this will happen. You know, we're not going to be, it's impossible to be positive all the time, but you cope with it. You know that this happens, so live with it. You know, and that's the thing. If there's nothing else we get across today, I've been thinking about this a lot in my own life. If there's nothing else we get across today, it's that message that positive thinking, optimism as a way of life does not mean that you're not going to be unhappy at times or frustrated or stressed out or tired or, you know, even negative at times. But just recognizing that and getting back on the road is what matters. Getting back on the road to optimism is what matters. I've never met anyone who isn't human, just like us. The human condition is alive and well in in the early part here of the 21st century. So I don't think that's going to change. Absolutely. But the people who really make an effort to see the best in everything, I think I'm just convinced are so much better off than people who see the, like you were talking about your experience with making a product for Walmart. As a matter of fact, I remember that product and I do remember (laughs) those days. I was thinking you and your friend there were two yeses and a world of no's basically, right? Exactly. And because you believed it can be done, it was able to be done. And that's the seed, I think, of any kind of achievement. Ronald Reagan famously had a little plaque on his desk that you can buy a replica of and from the Reagan Library, and it says, it can be done. Exactly. And I think if you start with that, everything is possible. Yeah, I think, you know, one of the things about America is that I think it showed to the world that this is possible. I think that, unluckily, the history of the world is kind of a negative approach to life. People were basically given up that they couldn't control their future. They were just subject to this horrible life. You know, one of the things that Peel mentions in his book, which is kind of interesting, is that he thinks that, you know, positive mental attitude, just like negative mental attitude, it's almost like being an alcoholic. These traits are in your psyche. And, you know, if you're an alcoholic, you have to have alcohol. And negativity is the same way. It feeds on itself. And amazingly enough, uh, being positive feeds on itself. So there's another, I consider, a simple explanation. I cannot live without being positive because that's just part of me. I start the day, again, I I don't want to be repetitive about this, but uh, thanking God for this gift he gives me every day. And I'm happy. I'm happy when I see snow. I'm happy when I see rain because the farmers are going to be happy. I'm not happy when I get a flat tire, but I'm happy when I can go to a store and the guy has a replacement for me. So that's the way I think that positive reinforcement works. Absolutely. It's so important. One of the things that I want to talk briefly about in the remaining minutes that we have is something called the law of attraction. And it's very much related to positive thinking. And we're going to talk more about this in later podcasts. But basically, the law of attraction is a philosophy suggesting that positive thoughts bring positive results into a person's life, while negative thoughts bring negative outcomes. It's like a magnet. It's based on the belief that thoughts are a form of energy and that positive energy attracts success in all areas of life, including health, finances, and relationships. And 
it talks about that there are three central principles that make up the law of attraction when it comes to positive thinking. The number one is like attracts like. This law suggests that similar things are attracted to one another. It means that people tend to attract people who are similar to them, who want to achieve similar results, being positive optimists. The second principle is that nature abhors a vacuum. This law of attraction suggests that removing negative things from your life can make space for more positive things to take their place. It's based on the notion that it's impossible to have a completely empty space in your mind and your life without replacing it with something else. Since something will always fill this space, it's important to fill that space with positivity, experts say. Instead of having negativity, you refill it with positivity. And the last one, and I want to get your thoughts on this, Norm, the present is always perfect. The law focuses on the idea that there are always things you can do to improve the present moment. While it might always seem like the present is somehow flawed, the law of attraction proposes that rather than feeling dread or unhappiness, you should focus your energy on finding ways to make the present moment the best that it can be. Yeah, and I think, you know, going back to the first part of this podcast is that today, in today's world, we are really, really surrounded, drowning in negativity. And I don't know if this is something that people enjoy talking about, negative things. Uh, maybe the drug companies like to sell more drugs by keeping it this way. But you have to stay positive. I mean, first of all, you know, we're humans. We're here for 80 years, 90 years, if we're fortunate. It's a very short time in humanity. You have to make the best of it. You have to enjoy it. I mean, you put a little seed on the ground and it gives you back something and nobody charges you for that. I mean, it's there. You're born into this incredible thing and you drink water and, and you eat food and the body processes and we have no control over our body. We don't even know what's going on. I believe that somebody put all this thing together. It's kind of interesting, and I'm very happy about it. I'm in awe, you know. If, if you just study a leaf, a little insect, a fly, or a little bird. My wife used to always kid me because uh, when we'd have lunch or dinner at an outer cafe someplace, uh, I would watch the birds, and I would <laughs> say, look at that. I mean, this, this little bird, you know, flies and eats and, and it reproduces itself. And God, this is incredible. This is a miracle. You know, everything you see is a miracle. You know, Einstein said you can either believe that nothing is a miracle or everything is a miracle, which is basically another way of being positive or negative. And I actually believe that we live in a, in a miracle that we really don't quite understand, but our minds are willing to accept it. And I'm very happy that, you know, I accept it for what it is. It's wonderful. I think if any of us can shed the scales of negativity, we can see the awe in everyday life, like you're talking about. A bird, or next time you want to go do your laundry, a washing machine. I mean, these are incredible things that are all around us, you know, or cars, or the sky, or a tree, or a brand new baby or whatever it is. I mean, if we could just only appreciate the awe of everyday living, I think we would just naturally be positive thinkers. Going back to the United States, which I, I love, it's, uh, you know, I'm foreign born and, and I love America for what it is. But uh, all these things you talked about, cars, washing machines, all these, these were all people that were positive in their thinking 
<laughs> that created this. And just think, of all the human history, nobody did this until, you know, people from all over the world came to this country under a thought that, you know, the pursuit of happiness is, is the key, which is an incredibly positive statement, you know, the pursuit of happiness. You know, what other country ever thought about that? You were born in another country and you were born into a, a group of people and it, your future was kind of predestined for you. And here you have this miracle and really it's all because of positive mental thinking by all these people. I think the first actual washing machine was created by a woman and it was very rudimentary and it was awful looking, but she had that thought. And crazy as it seems, you know, she had this positive idea that maybe I don't have to work that hard washing clothes, you know? And she pursued it, and and then from there, now we have a machine, you stick the clothes in, and it washes them, and a dryer, and it's phenomenal. But somebody had to have that positive spark to get that thing done. There's no way to get around it. And if that person who built these cars or washing machines, whatever it was, didn't believe that they could come up with something that would be helpful, they would have never even attempted it. Well, the worst thing is that there were probably thousands of people that wanted to do it, but they gave up. Exactly. You know? Exactly. So. If the Wright brothers had given up, we'd be in a whole world of trouble right now, right? A absolutely. That is for sure. Well, we hope you enjoyed our podcast today about why positive thinking is important. Norb, it's always a great pleasure to be with you. I wish I could say the same. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and... uh <laughs> We're working on that, though, and uh, no, we have a great time. We hope you got something out of this, and we just hope you are convinced that being a positive person, no matter what the outcome is, is always better than being a negative person. Amen. So for uh, Norb Cervantesini, this is Al Edwards, and we'll see you next time. And as Norb always says, every day's a gift. That's why they call it the present. We'll see you next time.